Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast. This is episode 8. Today's episode is another installment of Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games, at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. So do we have a deal then? Can I confer about this for a moment? Of course. She leads you back to the, the sweet tea room and she steps back into her command center, closes the door. You have no guarantee that she's not listening in. So why did you pick it up? They seemed like they wanted to get the thing off of it, and I was like, that seemed like it might be useful for us to know about. But I, at first I thought they were just messing with some tech or something, so I thought it might be useful. And then when I saw it had a thing on its head and they were trying to get it off, it might be good to know about it, but now I don't know what to do with it. I guess we could take it back in the caves. Hopefully those caves are collapsed by now. I mean, I didn't really think too much about it. This seems a kind of big thing to stumble across. I'm just wondering if we're getting out of our depths here. I mean, which part? The part where we go sneak onto a lava planet and smuggle out some part of a giant dead zerg. I guess if they're just letting it lie there, maybe there's none else around? I don't know. The information she gave you did indicate, like, there are zerg on the planet. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how long it would take us to do that. But I also don't know what to do with this larva now that we have it. Although, if we leave it here and it changes, I don't know how long it's going to take us to do this thing. She didn't seem so concerned about that. She's got some pretty sweet guns outside. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it could take us a while to do this. And if I guess if she's okay with that. But, I mean, it'd be good to know about the tech. But I don't know what else to do with it. It's not like we know any other experts. Do I need, do we need to make some rolls? Cause I'm trying not to like show too much interest in the tech or like yeah, I'm not giving her the full picture of why I care about the tech. Yeah, why don't you make a cool check? Hmm. Against Imogen's what, Vigilance? Three purples. <laughs> I'll just tell you flat out. <laughs> All right. One failure, two threats. One failure, two threats, yeah. You know, Lily's surprisingly interested in this technology for someone who normally doesn't give a shit about... I mean, I like machinery. Equipment that's not a knife. Or plasma rifle, or something you could fly or drive. What's your angle here? If you want me to go to a planet covered with Zergs, I want to know why. Now I have to think about the, tell me about the fear and how strong, what is the deal with the fear? Uh, so this is mainly just a narrative guide. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if someone like wanted to threaten you, that's a button they could push if they knew about it. Mechanically, like they might get a couple blue dice. They threaten to expose you with coercion and they're like, I'll expose you, you're re-socialized. Okay. It's more of a fear than it is like an actual problem. It's not a phobia like in the GURPS sense. No. It maybe comes more down to whether or not I, how much I trust Imogen to not use it against me. Yeah, that, that is probably what it is. So you might have to decide 
How well do you know Imogen by now? Imogen, a naive foreigner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we saw her own peculiar behaviors. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pull down. I'm going to assume that the re-socialization tattoos are like on my shoulder. Sure, sure. So I'm just going to show you the logo on my shoulder. Ah, okay. And that's, that's as far as I'm going to say unless you ask. No, 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 no. I think I don't necessarily understand. I don't connect that to you're re-socialized. I connect that to you have some personal connection to this company or this platoon or whatever. And that's enough for me to understand, okay, this is something that is personally important to you. And I'll say, I don't like to talk about it. Okay. So there. <laughs> then okay. When, when we find, although there is the whole thing that when you're sensing, I don't know if we're playing it, but usually like people that have psionic things and they sense re-socialized people, they kind of can tell something's different. If Imogen is psionically powerful enough, she might be able to tell something. Something's wired differently. Yeah. Okay. But Although maybe I've had enough re-socializations that it just wraps. <laughs> you just been rounded out, you know. Yeah. I know that I don't currently possess any such psionic powers on my character sheet, but yes. I feel that Imogen would be doing everything within her power to like get a read on Lily in this circumstance. Well, maybe you'll get a triumph. What do you want? Yeah, to but roll? it's not. I mean, it's not something that I know. Lily doesn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so, like, make your sense roll. But I'm saying, like, to have this happen, you will need a, a, a triumph. There's a living being in the other room. <laughs> and a larva. Oh, then that means I'm going to have to use a story point, because I don't actually have this skill. Yeah, you can use discipline with it. Yeah, I don't have a rank in discipline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what are we? Like, professionals or something? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't come with ranks in anything that were, were based off of will. <laughs> natural willfulness you guys observe she's all natural nope success with advantage but no triumphs you can for sure know that there are no other living beings other than the ones you know about in short range so lee june is still in the next room you've got yourself you've got lily you've got snowball comes up but that's it so she doesn't have another mess of zergs here that's good no no she does not there's no zergs i'm gonna start shooting it but you don't get any kind of read off of of lily I mean, that was kind of a surprise because I kind of thought maybe she had a whole menagerie down un in the basement, but... <laughs> but I don't know. I still don't. All right. So this is important to you and I owe you so we can do this. And I go over and I rap on the fake wall. Uh, after a moment, it opens up. She's like, you got a tattoo, do you? <laughs> so then, we ready to get to business then? Do you say I... Yes, it means yes on Emoja. I, I just didn't hear you for sure. <laughs> yes, we're interested in furthering the plot. Ah, oh, excellent, excellent. <laughs> furthering this specific plot. This specific other, plot. You know, other plots we, you know, <laughs> ran around. We never talked to the magistrate, but... <laughs> no, we talked to this magistrate instead of the other yeah. one. Yeah, see, you know, this is the important magistrate. Yeah. The other one's just a figurehead. Okay, uh, she says... Alright, I appreciate it. It's hard to, hard to find people willing to do uh, curious jobs, especially when I live out in the middle of the waste, but again, i got to have my privacy. I can give you a hand uh, one way. I know you said smuggling at Cerebrid goo is going to be a tough matter. Like a Dura matter? A Dura matter. <laughs> a neuroscience joke. <laughs> Lily doesn't say that. She has no idea about Dura matter. 
She gives you like a, a spray. She says, this should fool the Dominion like scanners when they're scanning for Zerg activity. Just give a quick spray on the surface of something. It's not 100% reliable, but it's better than nothing. All right, so this is uh, Zerg obscuring spray. Yes. What sort of Zerg activity would be... It's dead, right? Oh, it's absolutely dead, but it's... I mean, it's all Zerg DNA. That's what they're scanning for. Oh. I mean, if you just had some bones, you might be okay. But... Uh, and she does say, and if you find some... If you find other interesting Zerg samples there, I can take a look. I might be able to offer you a bounty for those. So, if you're looking for a source of credits, things like that might be interesting. Not just like a Zerg with a corpse, though. That's not going to cut it. Zergs that we ain't used to seeing. There's more types of Zergs? Oh, there's many types of Zergs. Swarm is constantly evolving. Some strange get evolved away, new ones pop up. So we gotta adapt our tactics. Are you sharing your research with anyone? You said you were done fighting yourself, but... I pass along the important bits to, uh, to Raiders Raiders. I try to filter out the things that don't really lead anywhere. Still in the early stages, just gathering information right now. I spent a long time just trying to stay out of the war entirely. Did more than my share, as I said. Alright, well, I guess we'll be in touch when we've got your things. Uh, she gives you a comm number that she says she will answer. Uh, if you find some, if you have any more questions or come up with a strange finding, uh, but she wishes you best of luck. Um, we should give her our number, although we're short range, but if there's trouble. Yeah. Do you leave Snowball with her? I mean, it seems like a good way to get rid of her. <laughs> yeah, I think we have to. I don't think we could just be, like, traipsing around town with a Zerg. Are we all going to get upset when Lily leaves? You don't know. You we'll find, find out. out. So you leave. Or can, can we leave? <laughs> <laughs> Do I get a sense that I can't leave the Zerg? So you put Snowball down, leave him there. You turn to leave. The Snowball does, like, waddle in your direction, but he's very slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you turn around, Snowball stops, and is, like, very... Still almost like doing a thousand yard stare kind of thing. Kind of like red light, green light? Almost, yeah. Uh, what do you do or what do you try to do, really? Leave, I guess. The turrets are off still, right? I look at Lee and say, we're, it's safe for us to go? Uh, she says, yeah. Uh, stay between those two turrets. You'll be safe. Okay, then I just, I guess. You know what? Do I turn around? I might, I'd take a step backwards. You take a step back? Yeah. Snowball gives you some space. Snowball falls sort of in line behind you. Give me an easy knowledge Terran check. One success. Snowball falls exactly five paces behind you, which you know, like, if you're marching with your squad somewhere, like, that's the, that's the distance. Exactly five paces. Oh my gosh. We're all in, this, in the same squad. The re-socialized squad. <laughs> well, you know what? I outrun, I outrun the Zerglings. I think I can handle a larva. Uh, you can definitely outpace him. Yeah. You know, you're like you're in the front position. You're in like the squad leader position. So I take a step backwards. Okay. So I'm still facing him. And a couple of steps, does he move with me? He takes a couple steps forward. Give me a leadership check. Easy, and I'll give you a blue die. One advantage. It looks like... Snowball's just not sure what you want. Okay, I, I guess I look at Lee then. 
Uh, okay, you defer to Lee. Just to see if she knows what's going on. Because I just don't know if I would put together what's going on. Yeah, Lee's just kind of looks like, that's fascinating. A snowball, like, turns to her. She looks back at it. She's just Eddie's soldier. And she makes a leadership check. <laughs> uh, it's not going to be as easy for her, but leadership is her jam. No Zerg left behind. Yeah. This is my problem. <laughs> okay. She actually succeeds her leadership check. Because she was a magistrate. Because she was a magistrate. <laughs> uh, Snowball turns back to you and uh, kind of like relaxes in a, a lump on the ground. You know, eddies. And uh, like just slowly starts crawling in like a random direction. Not towards you, not away from you. And is not looking at you anymore. I, I guess I look at her just to see if that's like... She shrugs, then I guess yeah. I'll take more steps back. Yeah, she says, I guess you were right. You're all in the same squad. So, uh, you know, I'll accept this transfer to me for now. Do you think it was a person? I hope not. That's a terrible thing to do to someone. What do you mean? What do you mean, Imogen? Well, you, you just told us that that woman, Kerrigan, is now in charge of a swarm. Oh, oh, I see what you're getting at. Uh, if a Terran becomes infested, they'll usually still look sort of human. Uh, they will definitely not look like a larva. Not at all. Usually they'll, their skin will become full of blisters and other things. Their eyes might glow a certain color. They might grow appendages in strange places or extra large appendages. They are like gross, misshapen. It's a terrible, terrible fate, but, but it's not this. At least I've never seen that before. I had to put down a few of my comrades. Got infested. Okay. I will keep a close eye on him, though. Do a full blood workup. See what he's got going on in there. Maybe get an idea of what he could turn into. Does it ever go the other way? Do they ever get infested with Terranness? Not to my knowledge, no. Now let's see her knowledge search check goes. Uh, no, I don't think uh, humanity, much as uh, we might spread across the galaxy... Like roaches, I don't think are. We infest Zerg in any way. Now, if someone's on purpose splicing Terran's Zerg DNA, well, that's that's extremely foul. No, I've only known the Zerg to do this to people, not the other way around. But I don't know. I suppose if they found an aspect of humanity they liked, they might integrate it into their swarm. If you see something that looks vaguely human, but not a direct human shape. That would be something. If you see something walking around in two legs like that, that isn't otherwise human-looking, human-ish-looking, that might be that. That'd be real weird. Real, real weird. Well, you have our number. I do. I do. I do apologize. I cannot offer you a ride back to town, but you're welcome to spend the night, as it is now. Quite dark. I would not recommend being out in the waste alone at night. I think we'll take you up on that. Uh, and you guys can recover some strength. How about healing injuries? Is that something that happens on a day by day? You heal one uh, wound point a day, naturally. And you cover all your strain once you've like slept for a full night. Okay, but we haven't gotten there yet, right? I mean, are you guys going to sneak around here at night? Or are you just taking the offer or playing it straight? I mean, I don't know. I think definitely we should stay guard because I still... We don't know when Snowball's going <laughs> to... We don't know what's going to happen with Snowball. So I know she's sure about being protected or didn't seem concerned but 
I think you're more nervous about Snowball than anybody else's. And he likes me. <laughs> I might be able to control him. I don't know. But maybe just lock the door. Yeah, I guess Imogen doesn't feel any need to post any sort of watch. Like, I trust that this lady knows how to keep her household safe. It's more like if she wanted to, she could probably just order the sentries to kill you and there's not much you could do about it. Yeah, but she would have already done something like that. Probably. Oh, I wasn't worried about her. I was worried about Snowball. I trust her assessment of Snowball. So if you want to stay awake and keep guard, you can. But Imogen's Maybe I will for a couple hours just listening to... Yeah, she could have poisoned us with a sweet tea. She could have slow-acting poison, extract all the information out of you, and then you die. Or put us to sleep. Yes, she offered you sleeping quarters for the night. A clever ruse. Or like, we brought a potato salad and a zerg larva. <laughs> I do not intend to sneak around this lady's... Okay, I just want to check to make sure... Oh, yeah, I don't know why we need to... Just make it sure. Never know what's going to happen. Uh, nothing too unusual happens at night. Uh, in the morning, you've recovered all your strain. Uh, you get a report, like an email, essentially, from the War Pigs. The War Pigs' uh, kinetic after-action report. Uh, this is mission completed successfully. Casualties included uh, one wounded uh, War Pig, two wounded Hydralisk hunters, uh, Zerg dead, Two Zerglings, one Hydralisk, forced back, three Hydralisks, one unidentified Zerg. Uh, and it does report... Did you say anything to him about... You didn't say anything about, like, the Zerg might have tech on them, is that correct? Oh, yeah, I don't think we... I didn't even think to tell him, so I don't think we... Okay. No, that's fine. He only mentions, like, Zerg already appeared uh, wounded when battle started. Uh, he notes, during battle... Raiders escaped from Dominion forces, Dominion forces shelled region, causing casualty, previously mentioned casualties. Oh, that's how everybody got hurt. Yeah. I wondered how that was going to go down with everybody showing up. Is there any indication of damage to the clinic? or? Uh, it does say minor damage to walls of clinic. Recommend having structural certification done. There's a coupon for like another firm you can contact. You can contact Hammer Technologies. I'll forward that on to Maria. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's got a little, like, survey, like, please rate our service. I'll forward that to Maria also. Yeah. That's uh, what you get with that from the War Pigs. So, uh, thank you for using War Pigs. <laughs> we'll get a Christmas card. Refer a friend bonus? Uh, yes, there is a refer a friend, get 50 credits off. Not stackable with other offers. But you each get 50 credits off. And a frequent a punch card. Yeah. <laughs> Buy 10 Marines, the 11's free. <laughs> Pamphlet. Uh, you guys do need to get back to the town. Is that where you're going? You go back to the clinic? I don't think we need to go back to the clinic. I think we want to go back to the town. Okay. Just give me an average survival check. I mean, last time we went to the clinic, I ended up with a larva. So maybe we shouldn't. That's true. As average, except I'm making one of them red, spending my GM points. So one red, <laughs> one purple. That's all you, Lily. Okay. Two advantages. So it takes you a while. You get a little sidetracked. Like, oh, you know the town is west. You go west a ways, and you forget there's this, like, river going around the town, but you can't cross right here. Like, it's way too deep uh, to get across right here. So you got to, like, right. go walk all the way around. So it's several miles out of your way. Forgot about the river. Yeah, so it's, it's already afternoon by the time you get back to town. That was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Well, don't be too hard on yourself, Willie. This isn't the route that we took to get there. In town, 
Uh, you guys see the refinery. Uh, you know, there's the puffs of green gas. <laughs> there's also just general smoke from that region. <laughs> I'm guessing that was what the sound was when you're talking to Jim, huh? <laughs> you're, you have to walk through that region sort of to get back to the starboard anyway. Uh, Lisa Prescott is there. She sees both of you. She recognizes Imogen. Does she recognize Lily, though, who's got unremarkable? <laughs> I'm, I'm an excellent driver, but also don't. she doesn't remember my face. I mean, you didn't show up for work this morning. Yeah. Okay, she does. She's like, excuse me, but Lily, right? Uh, she, like, has to take a second. She does recognize you. Like, are you okay? Oh, yes, ma'am. I can't believe those damn raiders. Oh, they hit us directly last night. You sure? I just want to make sure everyone is okay. If anyone got hurt, we can build that back to Dominion for their inferior security. Uh, so if you heard, even you, Imogen, you were technically still on a rolls, even though I understand it didn't work out. <laughs> Could we be reimbursed for fees paid to the clinic? Uh, oh, this sounds like a negotiate. <laughs> or... Really, this is a deception, I think, because you were not yeah. wounded at the refinery. I can do that, and I i mean, yeah. now might be a good time to use my upgrade, ah. my flashback. Okay. So tell me about your flashback on a deception check. Interesting. To fool this refinery owner. Deception. So could either be something in a refinery, but probably it's going to be a deception, which will be interesting because... I don't think of her like that. She probably doesn't think of herself like that. So who is she talking to? She is. I mean, it could be a time when you were like hiding your resocialization. That's something that you might lie about. Could be like right after I got out of the military. Maybe. Or maybe I was thinking maybe when I was much younger and I've stolen something Ooh. and I'm trying to. This is totally my vulture. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not a thief. I'm, I'm trying. To, you know what? Maybe I don't remember exactly, but I'm trying to talk my way through security somehow. So yeah, you've been like. Is that enough? Yeah, yeah, you've been like pulled over or whatever because you've got a stolen vulture bike <laughs> that you definitely like hot wired or whatever, uh, and like the like marshal or whatever is like. Now look, I tell you, you definitely jacked this bike. No, man. It's, it's my friend's. He loaned it to me. Oh, yeah? Who's your friend? <laughs> and, like, you look around, and there's, like, a person over there. There's that woman over there. You, like, point to, like, the recruiting office. You're like, no, no, it's... Yeah. No, my friend's a Marine. He went in, in the, the office over there. And the marshal just kind of looks over there, and he's like, and, like... It looks like he doesn't want to deal with one of the Marines. And this is before, like, you're six foot five or whatever. Uh, you're not quite as imposing as you are, but you're still pretty imposing. He's like, all right, you soldiers, get all the perks. This is a weird way to build my backstory, but I kind of like it. <laughs> I'm working on it. You know, maybe that's how you signed up originally. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I like that there's just, I like it. All right. So you, you spend a story point, you get two upgrades. And so what is the deception? What was it? Hard? Uh, two purples. Okay. And I'll give you a blue because she wants there to be some medical damages. I totally forgot what I was doing, too. I was like, who am I doing this against? Getting some reimbursement for medical expenses. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I got so caught up in the storyline. One triumph, two failures. Oh, so you fail with a triumph. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, I, I, I see how this can go. 
Uh, she says, ah, look, it, unless you've got a receipt and it was from the company in network, I can't do that. I'm <laughs> really sorry. I wish I could. Uh, my hands are tied on this one. And uh, as she's saying that, like a barrel of Espane just kind of like rolls behind her. And she does not seem to notice it at all. She's like, ah, I don't know, this is going to take forever to clean up. It'll be so busy. I, you guys can have the rest of the day. Just take the week off. I got to sort this out. And she like storms off. There is just a big barrel of Espane right in front of you, untapped. I mean, I'm not a thief. <laughs> I take the barrel. <laughs> I'll take your triumph. I just totally remembered stealing a bike. <laughs> I'm not a thief. I, just, I mean, I stole a bike, but I paid for this knife. I'll carry the barrel. If we're taking the barrel, I'll carry it. <laughs> I won't steal it, but I'll carry it. Well, I mean, because it, that way it'll it'll cover the costs. Yeah, I know that that's that is the intention. I mean, we did we did do some good stuff, so we'll just. So we take the barrel. You try to sell this barrel to somebody? You just want to take it off world? Who do you try to sell it to? I have somebody that I would like to give that barrel to. Who you call? Joe. Joe Ray. Your reimbursement is a barrel of Vespine gas. Yeah. Look, his legitimate pipeline is now going to be delayed because the readers attacked. I got his name on the top of the pile, but... Now she's busy. Yeah, Joey Ray, he's actually in a relatively good mood, all things considered. Help those Hydra's hunters uh, helped out yesterday. Uh, our goals were achieved, so... Yeah, one, came, one got a little bit injured, but I mean, that's, uh, that's what happens when you hunt. Zerg. Are you sticking around? Are you heading off-world? We'll be leaving soon. But had some unfinished business here with you. Oh, got something for me? <laughs> holding behind my back. <laughs> no, it's like, these barrels are like, they're not something you can... Oh, you went to talk to him in person. Yes. Okay, sorry, sorry, I thought you called him. Got yourself a barrel. The barrel is like sitting outside the back door or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's where this conversation like moves to. I imagine Lily is like guarding the barrel in the back alley at the back door. I go into the bar. I talk to him over the bar and I like nod my head towards like the door that's behind him to the alley. Okay. And can you remind me, the GM, like what exchange you had set up? He knows a former kerosene addict. Yes. I want to talk to that person. He wanted best bean gas. Yep. 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 Okay. He can set up a, a meeting. Uh, probably a remote meeting. Friends, he's a little bit paranoid. I mean, he's got a right to be paranoid. Some of it might be the terazine effects on his system. I don't really know. But yes, I can connect you to uh, Dr. Egon Stetman. Egon Stetman? He's got a picture? Uh, he probably does, actually. Is it, is it on the wall? Because <laughs> he's, he's wanted. Uh, no, it's not on the wall here. He's not on the wanted list. But yeah, he says he can set something up. He's probably going to be pretty busy here in the near future see like that's the the best pain but i'm sure he can spare some time to talk to you but it's i want to warn you again you should not get involved in that stuff i think it's about feeling good you think about getting power just mess you up I mean, heck, look at the queen of blades she's probably the most powerful person in the sector but she's real messed up what does that have to do about terazine nothing but i think she takes terazine point being the past of power Come with price. Of course, not she had a choice. Did you know her too? I knew of her. I don't think I met her, but never can be too sure with ghosts. You can make a hard knowledge Terran check. Either one of you can make this. 
Failure with two threats. One advantage and three failures. Yeah, you guys don't know what he's talking about. Maybe Joey Ray is like a bit of a... Not spiritualist, that's not the word I'm looking for. Superstitious. Maybe this Queen of Blades is just like a symbol or something. That is possible. Maybe I wasn't paying attention so much. <laughs> is there a leak in this barrel? Yeah, you've been huffing that Vespain? <laughs> that's real bad. <laughs> uh, but he accepts your Vespain. He sets up a, uh, a meeting with you. And now we have another number in our phone. You have another number. Dr. Egon Stepman, <laughs> former terrazine addict. Potentially future terrazine addict? We'll find out. Put it under company. Yeah, company. Terrazine addiction, LLC. <laughs> uh, you guys head back to the starport, and you got to go through the quarantine check again. Security's a little bit lower since, you know, there was this attack in the refinery last night, so it's lower at the starport because there's so many more Marines elsewhere. Well, are we done here? On planet? Yeah, did we need... Unless you had other stuff you wanted to do. Sorry. I didn't mean to assume. Well, I'd like to take a shower since I've been lugging around a zerg. You know, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> Not that I haven't been attacked by one. Yeah, I don't want to really set off the biosensors just because we were attacked by them. Oh, yes, that is a good idea. <laughs> so you get some quick showers in town. And did you want to check with the magistrate for any reason or follow up? Do we need to talk to that guy? I don't think so. We know what happened on this planet to the Vespine. We know why the numbers don't quite add up. Do we need a reason to come back here? <sighs> no, what we need is for you to talk to Grom and cash in the favor. Well, I mean, if we succeed. We're not due back to deliver our report until the end of the week. It's a few more days. I don't know how far off this planet is from where we are, though. Yeah. I don't know how long it would be. I'm sure we'll figure something out if we need to get back on this place. You could schedule like a follow-up, a review of the Vespain situation. Just make sure it's been rectified. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. That something like that is possible, or you might come up with your own thing. You might just quit. Or we might be fired and we might be running for our lives. But you know That is also a possibility. <laughs> you never can be too sure. If we didn't catch the Zerg virus from toting around a larva. Yeah, so let's see how this scanner goes, and then I think we'll call it. First of all, I just need cool checks. These are two purple. Let's see if they pull you out of line, do a thorough scan. Success with four advantages. Four advantages? Do you want to pay those forward to Lily? Or? Forward to Lily. So Lily, you get two blue dice. Two successes and two threats. Yeah, they look like they want to check you for a second, but then they think, I think I saw Jim Rayner over there. And then what, I take strain or something? Yeah, it's just a little stressful. <laughs> I mean, oh. I mean, it's not going to matter because your this encounter, this adventure is closing, so. Right. But yeah, just a little bit. Heart races for a second. You guys get on the ship, and you are headed back to Core Hall. But we want to go to the other place. Wherever Grom is. Redstone. Redstone. Grom is on Core Hall. Okay. Can that be call, or do we have to go to Core Hall? Uh, you... Could try to arrange travel directly to Redstone, but you'll need to like get in contact with the mining company to do that, since there's not regular travel there. Okay, so going back to Core Hall, talking with Grom, and then arranging transport to... Yeah, like he might have a mining expedition headed there soon, you might be able to tag along, things like that. When can I expect to talk to Egon? Uh, he says that you can probably call him in a couple days. So in, during the next adventure, before you like leave Gore Hall, you can certainly give him a call. Okay. I'll make a note. 
Okay, need to get in contact with Grom. Good thing you sprung him from slavery. Yeah. Yeah, and I totally would have done that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just think of all the other people who owe you favors. We've now completed all of the, the stuff I had written down, you know, prior to running any of these. We, uh, do, do we get any XP? Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys get 20 XP for completing the adventure. Oh, nice. Finding a safe home for Snowball for a while. Saving most of the clinic. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.